Just a quick warning before this episode. I haven't been sleeping great. I was pretty cranky when we filmed this or recorded it. Audio filmed it. So heads up. There's some body mouth. And uh, if you're listening to this with kids, you should probably put on a totally different podcast. Something with Guy Ross. Seventeen hummuses enter. But only one can be the king's bread. This is Dudes Talking Hummus, the tournament for the Alpha Chickpea. It's week 12! Time to take that hummus off the shelf and delve into it, you fucking asshole. I'm stuck. At this point, everyone is just giving me shit about the mustache references. So instead, I'm going to say, looking at me in a fine polo, the inside of those buttons, that's a different color. That's eye-catching. How you doing? I'm good, Deuce. I'm doing quite well. How are you this evening? I'm doing good. I feel like I kind of heated up after that intro. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you're feisty. I really kind of got the blood flowing. Yeah, I'm kind of feisty with that one. Yeah, well, good for you. We're week 12. We're, we're entering the third, or we've completed the third month of Dudes Talking Hummus. Who knew that we would make it this far into this? It seems like we've yeah. been doing this for a few days, but it also seems like we've been doing it forever. That's the wonderful time of pandemic. Right. What else are we going to do? There's still not really anything, but here we are. It's the last matchup before the last matchup before the final four. We're getting really close. You're getting down to it. I think that we're looking at some really good competition coming down already, but you know we're, we still have the unknowns. It's some self-reflections. I've learned that my assumptions are not always correct. I've learned not to judge a hum by its label, that there may be more there than I originally thought. There may be less. And the competitions are always going to be fierce unless they're not. Yeah, unless they're not, unless you get a dud. I've learned that the general population has voted with me all but one time. And I feel pretty good about that. That's false. That's false. I I definitely had at least the first two. Through Dark Chocolate, everyone was voting with me. Right, Dark Chocolate's the only one I've gone against. And so in my personal bracket, Dark Chocolate's in the final four. We'll be eating that here at our house. Can I also say this, though? Of the people who have, like, talked to me outside of this, saying, like, oh, yeah, like, I listened to it, it's great, whatever. Or just, like, the concept of hummus has come up a little more recently. I think it's something, like, you're putting it in the air. People, a majority of the time, are like, oh, yeah, dark chocolate's my favorite. Like, completely unsolicited, maybe even unrelated to that episode. People are just like, oh, yeah, dark chocolate's my favorite. That's because it's delicious. The people are smart. Yeah, but I think there's some, like, closeted fans, though. Until now, I think that you've given them the platform to say, I like dark chocolate hummus. Right, people were afraid to say it until I started saying it. So you're welcome, world. Real pioneer. I'm just the best. And so last week we had probably one of my favorite matchups so far in the bracket. The Harissa, which was new to me. The Chipotle hummus. And Deuce, fill us in on what happened on the Instagram. We put the poll out to the hummus heads. And we kind of joked about this happening before and not knowing what to do. We found ourselves in the situation. 50-50. Full split. Harissa Chipotle. Not 49.51 where you can make a call. 50.50.5050. It's wild. Couldn't believe it when I saw it. Well, I guess that's what happens when only you and I vote. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think there were 20. I think there were 20 votes. It's true. There was a, We had a, a representative sample. And what we learned also from last week is my mom's a devote listener to Dudes Talking Hummus. Hey, Sandy. Did you know? I knew that she followed. I didn't know she actually listened. 
You know what's kind of funny? I learned tonight that my mom is not a listener. I gave her the rest of my Kalamata hummus. She's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna finish it. And she loves olives. And she she came over today to kind of see the boys. And she goes, you know, I didn't like the Kalamata olive hummus. It wasn't very olivey to me. I was like, oh yeah. It's almost like people talked about that for about an hour one day. <laughs> if you listened, you would know. I learned that we are the background noise when my mother's on her rowing machine. So she gets a little exercise in, listens to dude talking hummus. So I think we should encourage her real quick. So if you'll join me, row, 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 row. All right, you keep going. I'm going to do animal sounds. Row, 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 Sandy, 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 Sandy. Now envision yourself crossing the finish line. You won, Sandy. Great proud. job. I'm very proud of you, Mom. And because you know we had this tie and we had a new listener, I checked who voted on the uh, the gram, and she hadn't voted. So last night, I brought Chipotle and Harissa over to her house to be the deciding vote. And she voted for Harissa. Ah. Yep. Chipotle was a little too bold. I'm a little upset about that. A little that. too overpowering, a little too spicy. But Harissa was just right. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Harissa is great. Chipotle is just more for me. You know, yeah. and, and I think that it just sort of been the theme is I like the hot stuff. I'm a hot guy, so I like the hot stuff. And that's just more my, my taste. Value. I mean, we talked about it last week. It's not wrong. Harissa's great. Chipotle, to me, is better, but Harissa's still great. Like, I get it. I thought they were both really good. Chipotle was a little spicy. I have a, a sensitive palate, I guess. But uh, Harissa, moving on to the, the final, the championship game in the uh, peppers and veggie section. Is that what we're calling this? Peppers and Garden? Could be Peppers and Garden. That sounds a little bit more correct. Yeah, so now we're down to six hummuses left. Six hummi left, two today, one additional for next week, and then the final four. So we're coming down to the end here, folks. We're almost there. Things are heating up. Also, looking back to last week, we had our contest of the week, sponsored by Cedars. And what was our question? What hummus would you pair with salsa dancing? Mm, with salsa dancing. We had a lot of good responses. Loaded nachos was a good one. It was one of my favorites. Notable. That's a notable one. Yeah. Something about Enrique Iglesias. Somebody recommended that. I think that was the author of the Dudes Talking Hummus official fan page. Yep. But the winner, you have the winner, don't you? I do have the winner. And I'm going to give a little backstory. So we have a poker game every Thursday night. And I log off. And when I'm done, when I watch when the game's done, and I go to bed, I say, everyone, I'm going to bed. Leave me alone. This text comes in a half an hour after that. So, you know, my first initial reaction is, well, someone better be dead or I'm going to be pissed. No one was dead. This is what it was. If it wasn't good... I would have written back at, you know, 5 a.m. our time because he's out in Colorado. That's going to give it away. Ooh, it's a he. The winning submission is avocado hummus, a dollop of old El Paso dip cold served by Selma Hayek casually. Like, it's not a big deal. Here's a great dip. Let's dance, etc. Casual. Selma Hayek, circa 1995, Desperado. That came in from actually friend of the pod, Eric Ryder. Hey, congratulations, Eric. Great job. Great entry. Glad to see you kind of get off the couch and put in a submission. So when you do, you did, and it was good. So congratulations. You will be getting some Cedar swag. Speaking about last week, too, something that kind of came up, we got a lot of great feedback on Beth's segment. Maybe she should stop hating podcasts, especially the ones that I do, and lean into them a little more. Right. But she got a few texts from people not only thanking for the advice, but like talking about how they used it. Like... (laughs) 
to the point where I didn't even know these people listened. And they're like, yeah, no, like that was a really good point. I've been having these issues and I like put my feet up like a squatty potty and it worked out great. Elevated the knees. and This is dudes talking hummus, bringing, well, I guess separating people from their poo. So now we've found the treatment to COVID. Bam. And we've helped people take dumps. Boom. Look at us go. Give us a doctorate. Even an honorary doctorate. Just let me write my own prescriptions. (laughs) Just give me the pad and a pen. Mom, I don't actually take drugs. He does. He's a pill popper. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to text me now. Why were you talking about drugs? You popping pills. Matthew. He only only drinks too much, hides in an attic, and pees in his shoe. One time. (laughs) One time. It was New Year's. It was New Year's. You weren't even there. No, but I love the story. <laughs> it's a good story. Uh, and so moving on to the competition this week, we have... Deuce, what do we have? Garden Vegetable Hummus. Oh, I meant the uh, the swag competition. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll edit that. This week's competition is going to call into your creative bones here. We're going to see who's a marketer. We're going to see you know who's more right-sided, who's more left-sided. We want to know the best acronym you can come up for the word hummus. That's the H-O spelling, obviously. So the best acronym you can come up for, H-O-M-M-U-S. Top of the head, hippies often multiply mainly under... Stars. Stipulations. Stars. Yeah, hippies often multiply mainly under stars. There we go. a bunch of hippies going at it outside. Yeah, it's Woodstock. And there's hummus. That's hummus. So what is your best acronym for the word hummus? Again, it can make sense. It can make no sense. It could be anything. It could be something that hurts me. We'll see what we get. We'll pick our favorite one, and that person will win. Cedar swag. So now onto the hummus for this week. Again, we're it's two hummuses that I've hummi, excuse me, that I've never had. We have the garden vegetable hummus, which features a couple of peppers and some carrots on the front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have the sun-dried tomato basil hummus, which features mm-hmm. tomatoes and basil on the front. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. new hummuses, probably both pretty mild, I would have to assume. Hard to find. The uh, the sun-dried tomato basil is elusive. Yeah, I had to get it from you. We had to do a hummus drop. I know. You were there. I was there. It was today, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. Great times. Two veggie forward hummuses. Sun-dried tomato basil checking in at 70 calories. Garden vegetable at 50 calories. So... They we're getting into bulking season again here. We started yeah. in beach season. Now it's bulking season. Might want to go with the sun-dried tomatoes, put on a little extra layer for the cold weather coming up. I didn't even know, to be honest with you, until you handed me this, that it was sun-dried tomato basil. I thought it was just tomato basil. I historically am not a fan of sun-dried tomatoes. It's not Why? anything against them. Do you like tomatoes? I, think it, I do like tomatoes. Do you like grapes? I like raisins. Yeah. I like grapes. But it's just something about the flavor of a sun-dried tomato I haven't really been able to get by. And it also could be the texture. Like, if it's on a pizza, it's just, you know, no thanks. It's not olive level. I'll eat it. But I, I, I flat out will not enjoy it. But uh, that being said, I also felt that way about artichokes. And I liked artichoke spinach. Yeah. So this could have the same type of a, a dealing, the same type of a pairing experience. So we'll see, but I wasn't too excited about that when I saw it. Hmm. Garden vegetable? I think I'm going to like it. It kind of, when I think of garden vegetable hummus, I think of like taking the middleman out of all of those platters that were at the high school graduations and stuff, because it's always a hummus and then, a, you know, carrots and peppers and broccoli or whatever. And this just to me feels like it's going to be all that chopped in and put into one hummus container. Yeah, no, reading the ingredients, that's what it seems like. This seems perfect for a digi dip. You just don't need anything else. Everything you would dip is already in it. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, Which one should we go with first here? Pick a number between one and eight. Ooh. 
Six. All right, we're going with sun-dried tomato basil first. There we go. There are five things featured on this label, and there's only four things on the garden vegetable. So five is closer to eight, or five is closer to, would you say six? I said eight. I don't know. We're doing sun-dried tomato yeah. basil. Did you open this before you gave it to me? Like, did you did you dip this thing before you gave it to me? Uh, I don't think so, but it's possible that Katie did. Why is it open? Yeah, and there's a perfect, like, finger swipe through it. 100% Katie did that. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. We're going to eat it. We had two of these in our fridge. I just grabbed one of them. It looks like I grabbed the one that she snuck her finger into first. Oh, yeah. That yeah. That, that looks like Katie. I wonder why she doesn't go middle button. She didn't go middle button? No, she's an outside in. Hey, so sorry you have the pre-eaten sun-dried tomato basil. All right. What are you, uh, what are you dipping with today? Well, today I am trying to be a little more sustainable. So I, uh, I didn't want to buy a new thing for this. And also these flavors just seem to kind of like blend to the casual, right? I don't need to go out and get something that's specific to what we're dealing with. So in one hand, I have Crunchmaster, multi-seed, rosemary and olive oil. Always the Snyder's gluten-free pretzels, crunchier than your average pretzel. And dun, 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 thin wheats. That's just a classic. Yeah. What are you dipping with? I went out and bought two new boxes because... I don't care about the environment and the packaging that gets used, but I also care about supporting my local grocery store, so I want to make sure they got, you know, my $7 worth of crackers this week. Yeah, true, true. I have some Triscuits, the rosemary and olive oil variety, which actually have, they got some sun-dried tomatoes on the box here. And then I have some uh, Blue Diamond Almond Artisan Nut Thins, crafted with brown rice, almonds, and multi-seeds. Mm. Yeah, so I'm excited. All right, I'm going for that middle button the commissioner left out. I'm an outside in guy too, so I'm going outside. Your house is insane. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. That's pretty good. It is. I'm kind of regretting the rosemary and olive oil. It might be a little too much flavor. I'm about to dip in with my rosemary and olive oil. Quick, 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 faster. It's about what I expected so far. It's not overly sun-dried tomato-y. It's more tomato-y than sun-dried tomato-y. Pretty tomato-y. I also had someone tell me that that just started listening that they like it, but they have a severe issue with eating noises. Oh, (laughs) sorry to hear that. Second ingredient on here, tomatoes. Basil's like third to last. Interesting. Basil's pretty powerful. Like, I can taste it. I can actually see a lot of basil in here. Yeah. Go on digi-dip, too. Oh, I'll digi-dip it. I'll join you. I think you kind of have to. It's a pretty mild flavor. It's definitely there, though. Like, it's not like Kalamata that was original with olives. I can taste a sun-dried tomato basil. There's also big chunks of tomato, too. Yeah. It's a chunky one. It's a safe flavor. Oh, I just got a big chunk of tomato. Interesting. And surprise, surprise. You didn't like it? It tasted tomato ear. Huh. No, I did like it. Huh. Imagine <laughs> that. Surprise, surprise. You want to go to the garden veggie? Let's do it. And also in things that aren't surprising, the tomato basil hummus looks a little more red and the garden veggie looks a little more green. Who saw that coming? <laughs> Not I. No, I don't know if it's because my sun-dried tomato has been altered with, but it is looser than my garden veggie. My garden veggie is very... It's very thick. Very viscous. Like, if I threw it at a wall, I feel like it would drip slowly. Not a huge scent to it. I got an okay middle button. I have a fine middle button. 
I'm going to start this one with the digi-dip. Oh, it's thick. Yeah. Ooh, lots of chunkage. Ooh, that feels nice. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Super thick. I'm not sure if I can really get a read on it. Go for a digi dip. I will. My favorite experience with this was with the digi dip. Okay. Well, don't rush me. Do it. Do it. Ooh. I don't know if I like how chunky it is with the digi dip. That's definitely a thing. I kind of liked it. Super chunky. Yeah, but it feels nice. Like they should make an American Pie movie about this. But yeah, I like the chunks. I'm, I can't tell if I do or not. I like it because it feels like they should be in there. If you're going to make a garden veggie hummus, I mean, similar to sun-dried tomato as well. If you're going to make a tomato anything hummus, I want to know there's tomatoes in it. I don't want to think that there's like pepper extract flavoring it or, you know, carrot water developing the round flavors of a carrot. Like I want a carrot. Yeah. A carrot in it. I'm digging through the ingredient list here. Steamed chickpeas, sunflower oil, sesame tahini, maltodextrin, and then it's p- potato starch. I think that's why it's so thick. Ah. Salt, yeast extract, but then you got onion powder, tomato powder, soybean oil, carrots, green and red peppers, citric acid, granulated garlic, celery salt, chives, sea salt, ground cumin, parsley flakes, and guargum. Guargum. So they're not kidding when they say garden vegetable. But I feel like they're both pretty similar. I do too. And I feel like they're both like what I expected. Yeah, they're as heavy as I thought they would be. But they're good. Two good safe hummuses here. Uh, Okay, here's a question for you. Do you think that these hummuses, these hummies, sorry, would beat any of the hummuses in the Mediterranean? Hummies, sorry. Yes. Yeah, me too. Like we're talking about them like they're middle of the road hummie, but I feel like there's more there than the stuff in Mediterranean. Yeah, and I'll I'll dig into that in a second because I don't I don't want to spill who I who I'm picking yet. But let's take a break real quick. Let's hear from our friends at Anchor.fm, and then let's dig into some discussion. Do you want to record a new one? Sure. Like right like right now. Do you want to make one about dudes talking, dudes talking, dudes talking hummus? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay, ready? Let's just fucking go for it. Yeah. All right. So, are you ready to discuss? Have you made a decision on your end? Yeah, yeah, I made a decision. All right. Well, just say it then. All right. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I should. Like, we've never just said it. All right, I'll say, ready, set, go. Sundry go tomato like, basil. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you threw me for a loop. I think I shut down a little bit when you said to do that. Um, I disagree with you. Oh, you like, you like garden veggie? Yeah, garden veggie is what I was trying to say. And then... GA just went to garlic because my brain's. Yeah, your stupid. brain is firing on all cylinders tonight. Yeah, yeah. Sleep hasn't been a thing in this house. Go ahead. You have the floor. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm here to convince you that garden veggie is the superior hummus when dealing with sun dried tomato basil. And let me tell you why. Sun dried tomato basil wants you to believe that it's going to pack a lot of flavor. It wants you to believe that it's going to be filling. Sun-dried tomatoes over here walking down the street like, look at me. I'm being sun-dried. I'm super tan. I've heard that there's tanning booths involved. Unsubstantiated, but I believe that there is some tanning booths involved. That's slander. Objection. Sustained. Now let's go over to garden vegetable. That is exactly 
what it says it's going to be, and then some. You feel like you have worked the fields eating garden vegetable. You feel fulfilled. You have that grit under your fingernail after you do a digi dip. And when you work hard in the field, you get to reap the rewards of those vegetables. You have your carrots, you have your peppers, you have your other vegetables listed off during the nutritional nugget, and some potato starch. This will fill you up. This will keep you going. This will get you up in the morning, get back out in the field, and just get right back into it. This is a hummus that will sustain. This is a hummus that will build, and this is a hummus that is exactly what it said it was going to be. Garden and vegetable It is a good hummus for bulking season. So what convinced me for sun-dried tomato basil is when you started talking about how these would stack up in the Mediterranean bracket. And for me, I, I immediately thought that the, the biggest competition would have been sun-dried tomato basil versus attar in there. I think I could see garden vegetables stumbling against the roasted eggplant a little bit. But definitely better than the two artichokes. And I just thought sun-dried tomato basil would go further in that in that section of the bracket than garden vegetable would. Now, don't get me wrong. These are both refreshing hummuses. I think they're both very safe hummuses. I think if you're having a diverse crowd of you know different taste flavors coming over to your house, you could serve either of these and it would all be enjoyed. No one would dip into it and say, ooh, what is that? That was too blank for me. I just I liked the I liked the the flavors of the sun dried tomato more. The chunks kind of turned me off a little bit. If we're being honest, I I've expected you know relatively smooth hummus throughout the bracket. Garden vegetable. It's true to its name. There's a lot of gar- uh, vegetables there from the garden, but they were chunky, and I'm not sure I loved the the appearance or the texture of them. But I thought the sun dried tomato was was pretty darn good. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do not think sun dried tomato would have beaten. Well, I don't think it would beat sitar. I don't think a sun-dried tomato would be artichoke spinach. Oh, I'll wrong. Say that. Oh, no, no, I, wrong, sir. I mean, if we want to start a loser's bracket after Garden Vegetable advances next week, we could talk about doing that. But I don't think it has that many legs to it. Again, it is very good. I mean, it, it would blow the pants off of artichoke calamata. It would blow the pants off of roasted eggplant. But I don't think it has enough to beat the artichoke spinach. I just think you're a little tomatoist. A little what? Tomatoist. Would you call me? Tomatoist. <laughs> to my face. I am. I'm saying you're tomatoist. I mean, maybe. You've you've outed yourself as tomato phobic. I am not a tomato phobe. You are a sun dried tomato phobe. I am a sun dried tomato phobe. So there you go. That's true. That's true. But my issue with this wasn't the fact that it was sun dried tomato y. I don't really I don't have an issue with this. It is good. It's a good hummus. I dip it. I dip it real good. But I would prefer to dip it in garden vegetable. Yeah, right. that's fair. My thing. That's my thing. I'm not going to, you know, fault you for it. This is why we're here, to have these kind of conversations. This and at this point, we'll turn it over to the people, and the people have shown more often than not that they side with me. Why don't I put a wager on this one? No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sway votes. And I'm a degenerate. Yeah. We should bet on this. <laughs> we should totally bet on this. Loser has to eat a whole tomato in one bite, since yeah. you're a tomato-phobe. Right. I'm not a tomato-phobe. I think I need to do some soul-searching. I think I just learned something about myself. It made this whole thing worth it. So we'll post it up on the on the gram. Uh, vote for your favorite, sun-dried tomato basil versus garden vegetable. And whoever's wrong between Deuce and I ends up eating a, you know, a tomato. Not a grape tomato, not a cherry tomato, like an actual tomato. One bite. Off the vine. Right off of it. Right off so, the vine. Time to share your opinion, folks. The world needs to know. Don't let that wager sway your vote, too. Vote for what you think is right. Either one of us eating a tomato in one bite is going to be kind of funny to watch. So. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you think is right. Reap the rewards later. Speaking about reaping, we've dipped. 
Is it time for a double dip? It is time for a double dip. I got the double dip, and this dip sold me entirely on its name. I didn't look at what's in it. I didn't look at what it might taste like, but I saw it sitting there on the shelf. I initially had grabbed something else, and then I said, ooh, this looks more fun. It's the original bitchin' sauce. Oh, bitchin'. It says bitchin' and saucy, and their tagline is, mmm, bitchin'. Mmm, bitchin'. Gluten-free, non-GMO, vegan. It's a dip, spread, or smother your favorite savory food. And it turns out it's an almond-based dip. Oh. Yeah. I thought it'd be a little more aggressive than that. Yeah. When I, if I saw a bitchin' sauce, I'd expect heat. I would, too. I'm going to get in it. Oh, they really Maybe I think of a bitchin' sauce, on, I picture the... Oh, they make keeping that bitchin' sauce safe. I picture the back of a Harley. Yeah. Or like those Yosemite Sam tire flaps on an 18-wheeler. Am That's I just an idiot who can't open containers? This bitchin' sauce is getting the best of me. <laughs> it's bitchin'. I had to stab the top of it with a pen. Oh, there we go. We're into it. Oh, it's soupy. Ooh, what's the color of a bitchin'? It looks kind of mustardy. Like, I can't, I can't really tilt it because it's all going to fall out. Oh, it's soft. It's very soft. I think I need to stir. No, it's just soft throughout. It's definitely a sauce. I don't I don't know if I'd really call this a dip. It's hard to dip. It falls right off the chip. So would you, is it more of like a toss your wings in it thing or? I don't know. I mean, they called it a sauce. They did call it a sauce. So yeah, it's a sauce. Mm. But here we go. That's doopy. Smells pretty good. Yeah. First take. I don't know. You look you look underwhelmed. I'm very underwhelmed. It's a bitchin' sauce. It's not very bitchy. Hmm. Go again. Is it, like, is it kind of nice? Like, is it accommodating sauce? There's no, like, real strong flavor to it. But I'm still just, I'm waiting. You've been waiting for a while. Tastes a little, like, soy saucy. Huh. Hmm. I don't know what I would eat this with. I'm very disappointed, though. I'll tell you that. Is it, would you put it on, like, a salmon? I don't know what I would put this on. This, this sauce is weird. Like, this is just a lame double dip now, because I'm just confused. <laughs> it's not lame. It's the experience. It is what it is. Dip, spread, or smother on your favorite savory food. It's not really a dip. It's got water, almonds, grapeseed oil, lemon juice, nutritional yeast, brag, liquid aminos, garlic, spices, sea salt. Yeah, not a lot in there that has no flavor. No, <laughs> it's like, it's got a little, a little bit of that liquid amino soy flavor, but it's like, this, that, like aminos aren't that powerful. Uh, no, the brag liquid aminos like taste just like soy sauce. It, it's kind of just like if you want to put a sauce on something, but you, it's like if you want to pretend to put a sauce on something, <laughs> but water is just not enough. Use the bitchin' sauce. Yeah, cool. Okay. Okay. Here's a question for you. What would your bitching sauce be? <sighs> So back in my college days, when I played football, I played linebacker in high school, and then I got to college, and I thought I was going to play defensive end, and they're like, no, Matt, you're the nose guard. You need to be like the biggest loaf on the field and just like occupy as much space as possible. Okay, done. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I was a little scrawny kid coming in. They're like, great, gain as much weight as possible. And so, you know, I'd, I'd work out, I'd lift, but you know, I'm still just a little... 
little bitch boy. Just I just started eating everything I could. I'd go to the, you know the dining hall. I'd have my whole dinner. I'd eat a couple plates, and then after it, I'd go back up and get like three or four slices of pizza. And they had these like there was supposed to be like cereal bowls, but instead I would take that cereal bowl and they had like next to the salad bars where all just like the sauces were. So I'd do it was mostly ranch based, but you do a bunch of ranch. You do some barbecue sauce. Then you do some, you know, a good squirt of hot sauce, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a little bit of mustard as well, and you mix all that up. Then you put that on your pizza. That sounds awesome. It was great. Like that sounds awesome. Like best time of my life. I could just eat anything I wanted, and I'd say, I'd say that's probably my bitchin' sauce. Your live nation sauce? Why is it a live nation sauce? Isn't that what you just said? No, I said my bitchin' sauce. <laughs> yeah, my brain's not firing a lot today. No. I think my bitching sauce would be similar. It'd be uh, a French onion dressing base. And then I would do uh, just like a shit ton of Frank's Red Hot yep. on top of that. And then I would do some mustard seed. I would do some, I'd do a little bit of pepper. I'd toss in some, you know, like like a sour cream or ranch. Probably a sour cream at that point. And, oh, you know what else I'd throw? I'd throw in some blue cheese crumbles. Ooh, blue cheese crumbles. That'd be a good addition That's to my, my bitching sauce. sauce. Yeah. yeah. But it would, either way, it wouldn't be the bitching sauce that you just ate. No. So all all in all, I'm giving it a C plus. Mm, that's fair. And I'm doing that because they just they just really oversold it. If anybody out there eats that and says that's bitchin', you need more flavors in your life. You need to get out more. Like I'm sorry, you've you haven't seen the world. You haven't even seen the neighborhood if that's if that's bitchin'. So sorry to the uh, the fine folks at Bitchin' Sauce. Well, hey, it's a fair judgment. Not for me. You know, I'm fair. I'm honest here. People come people come to the show for transparency. If nothing else. If nothing else. So fair enough. So what I'd actually like to do after the double dip, I feel like that this is worthy of, of this. I would like to do a teaser. We don't usually do this. Ooh. The next week on. But I think that we have something going on next week that I think is worth doing this. Jen from Atlanta sent up a bottle of hot sauce to Ooh. my challenge of send me something that's going to hurt me. Oh, no. dip. She took it to the next level. She said, I'm not even going to send you something that's going to hurt you. It also introduced me to a whole show that I'm really into now. It is from First We Feast, I believe it's, it's called, and it is the last dab triple X hot sauce. Ew. It's apparently two million Scovilles. That sounds Scoville. like too many Scoville. Scoville. Two million Scoville. It's going to be it's going to be hot. It's going to be bad. <laughs> It's going to be really bad. But, you know, if nothing else, it drove an idea. This hot sauce is part of a show called Hot Ones, and it's an interview show. And it's actually kind of funny that it came up because after we I had the haunted ghost pepper chip, I was talking to Matt, and I said it'd be a really fun game to have people eat these chips and try and answer a question because, like, your brain is just off. Your brain's shut down. It's on fire. You can't think when it's so hot. Turns out <laughs> that's a whole concept of a show, but we're going to steal it. Since I have the hot sauce in my house, we're going to steal it. The curator of the official Dunes Talking Hummus fan page, Shane, has been looking to do an interview for with us for a little while. So I'm going to I'm gonna eat this hot sauce. My eyeballs are going to burn out of my face, and we're going to have this interview. See what happens. See what happens. Hopefully it actually works out now that I've teased it. But either way, I will be eating that hot sauce. We were thinking about doing it today, but, well, frankly, I'm tired. And I want to make sure that I'm 100% for it. Based off this show, people start losing it. And, you know, I'm not tough. So I'm expecting to lose it. I'm expecting to have a really hard time with it. I'm expecting to be very angry at Jen from Atlanta after doing it. But I asked for it. I got to do it. So stay tuned next week. We'll probably do it earlier in the show because I don't want to eat this hot sauce too close to going to bed because I feel like it's going to keep me up all night. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll probably do it maybe first and then I'll just die the rest of the episode. So stay tuned next week. Should be a doozy. Can't wait. So that's it for this week of Dudes Talking Hummus.
the Great Hama Showdown. We'll see you on the next step. 17 hummuses enter. But only one can be the king's bread. This is Dudes Talking Hummus, the tournament for the Alpha Chickpea. That's good audio. Oh, yeah, that's it.